0: Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to the Just the West Podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and I'm here with my co-host Kemo. Going into week three, just finished week two. Kemo, are you there? Here, Justin, happy,
1: happy Tuesday. Um, yeah, I'm a little tired, but you know, week two.
0: I'm glad we're here. We don't need none of that. You know why? Because Oh, actually, I don't know why. I'm, I'm kind of you. I'll help you feel better. <laughs> it's only Tuesday, by I way. Don't, damn it. <laughs> why are you so tired, bro?
1: You, you know, kids, etc. But you know, it's, uh, it, it's okay. It's, it's it, it, things could be worse. So we're all good.
0: Okay. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate you hopping on the pod as my co-host, and let's talk about some NFC West football in, in the NFL. Okay. So you have the Niners at two and zero. They had a I won't say it was going to be a, a triumphant victory because we can talk about that in more detail. They did not cover the spread. <laughs> we'll <laughs> talk about that. But the Niners uh beat the Rams at LA 30 to 23. So they only won by seven, with the spread being seven, seven and a half, wherever you got it. So they did not cover the spread. But they do uh go atop the NFC West at 2-0. You have well, now you have the Rams, they're one and one in second place, losing to the Niners. Fair enough. Um, you know, you know, outside of the loss and having a moral victory for that. I mean, shout out for their fifth round pick out of BYU, the rookie Puka Nakua. He has broken the NFL record for the most receptions by a rookie in the first two games with 20 receptions. Okay. Uh, the other game that was on, it was the Seahawks at Detroit. So the Seahawks at the Lions. And to be honest with you, especially since the Lions just beat the Chiefs and the Seahawks just lost to the Rams, I was thinking, oh, my God, the Seahawks can really start the season 0-2. Mm-hmm. But in Seahawks fashion, every time the Seahawks play the Lions, it's it's a super lit game. It's a high-scoring affair. Mm-hmm. And they did not disappoint because they took this game into overtime 31 31 going into overtime and Tyler Lockett with the six yard touchdown to send the Lions home. Well, the Lions were home, but <laughs> yeah, the Seahawks took the road win. And so they are one and one, but because the Seahawks lost to the Rams in the divisional matchup, they're third place with the yeah. Rams second place. Uh, did,
1: did you see the Seahawks? trolling the Lions after the game like the with like the blue face mask thing.
0: I did. I did. So uh, <laughs> for t- context purposes, I think was it Chauncey Gardner Johnson, he was the one.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Chauncey Gardner Johnson who who's a Lions uh he he's a nickelback, but he encouraged all Lion fans to buy off of Amazon like a blue ski mask. <laughs> they were
1: did people actually wear it the game?
0: Yeah. Yeah they wore it. You know, they said, yeah. you know, that's your way to support the um, you know the lions, yeah. and so post game in the locker room, all the Seahawks players had <laughs> UMass and they were just having a good jolly jolly good time, especially after the overtime win. So, uh, last but not least, you had the Cardinals at zero two, and they're so you know, bad. <laughs> What's up? they were so bad. No, they weren't because they were, is, he, he, they were up twenty I, to zero. They
1: were up twenty to zero. Yeah, they're so bad because they were up twenty to zero and they
0: lost this game. Okay, so they were up twenty to zero in like the first half, and yeah, they lost thirty one to twenty eight. They lost thirty one. You know, I, I can't even. The funny thing about this is what uh, I think last year they played the Raiders, and the Raiders were up twenty to zero against the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and the Cardinals came back to win. They so were like, oh, my God, we we can come back. It's just so fitting that the Cardinals, in this same exact situation, now they're the victims of yeah. losing to the comeback. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a game where Danny Dimes, like, you know, the, the whole offense started slow, but uh, Danny Dimes got it done with 321 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and, yeah, uh, they, they made the comeback, but Barkley got hurt. We can talk about that more later since – the Giants are playing the Niners on a short week Thursday night football, but that is the NFC West. Niners at 2-0, Rams at 1-1, Seahawks 1-1, and the Cardinals at 0-2. Um, overall, I mean, what are your thoughts about this past week? I didn't even get the chance to make my predictions going into week two. I was a little bit busy with a wedding this past weekend, but yeah. shoot. What do what, what you think about week two in the books?
1: Yeah, well, I Actually had a chance to sit down and actually watch the entire Niners Rams game, so that was kind of a nice little little Sunday afternoon treat
0: for myself. Um, yeah. So if you're like any Niners fan, then you weren't really enjoying yourself. It was a pretty competitive game.
1: It, I mean, it was competitive, and I mean, not gonna lie, when when Niners were down uh, seventeen to ten, going late in the second quarter, you know, feeling a little bit like, hmm. You know, this game's a little too close for comfort, even though, you know, it, it was a road game. even You wouldn't sense it because of how many Niners fans were there. Did you see the stadium? It was like all red, essentially. But, uh, you they know, we leave by South.
0: And, exactly. and to make it even more savage, the Niners announced that they were going to be planning to wear their home <laughs> red. And the Rams wore whites, which is usually for away teams, which is... Right. The whole a little topsy-turvy, if you feel... Didn't it used
1: to be the opposite. Didn't the home team used to wear white, and then the road teams were their their alternate color? But anyway, whatever the case Yeah,
0: was. Yeah, uh, that's what happened. It was, yeah,
1: it's like Levi South. Um, but, you know, it was... And everyone knows that this is a, especially like a down year for the Rams. You know, they're, they're playing with a bunch of, like, 100 rookies and a bunch of second-year players, and, you know, Puka Nakua, who's rookie, who's setting all these records... You know, now is. Uh, I'm sure you're wearing your, your Puka shells in honor of him for uh for his breakout game, but uh, you know he, he he held his own. Um, but this this game was I really felt like in some ways you could kind of see at least I saw some of the kind of subtle differences that Shanahan is starting to implement now that he has his quarterback in Brock. He's been in the, in the system for seven years now. You know, he took a couple. Not necessarily risky plays, but I say aggressive plays Um, in that game. You know, Moody doing that 57 yard field goal, uh, you know, having confidence in a kicker. They drafted high in the third round. uh, Brock Purdy going for it to tie the game, you know, things like that where maybe in years past he would have taken a different route. uh, But for him, it worked out this time. And I think honestly that the turning point, I mean, the the couple, couple takeaways was. The, obviously the Brock Purdy tying the game up at halftime getting momentum there uh, I felt like Devo Daniel had a really great game even though he seemed to be a little banged up um, McCaffrey was great in the first half the running game got kind of bottled up in the second half um, but in the end you know Brock Purdy didn't you know he didn't admit it he missed on a couple of the deep throws he
0: missed on three three
1: that's something, you know, he's still second year quarterback. He's gonna learn from those, but he still had a pretty decent game. Um, I was happy to see the offense kind of spread it out a little bit. Like Kittle got a few couple touch uh options his way. Uh Jennings got a couple of good ones. So it was it was good to see. And, and in the end, you know, the, the the superior team pulled it through. So
0: Okay, well I'm gonna take the Rams hat because the spread was uh yeah, spread was seven, seven and a half and uh, a lot of Niners fans were really feeling themselves, saying that you know the Rams, um, you know, despite the victory against the Seahawks, like this is an inferior team. They're rebuilding. We're gonna run this house. Whose house? You know, Niners. But uh, man, I this was as tight of a of a game as any like typical divisional sort of game where um, I really didn't know who was gonna win up until like I don't know late in the, in the third quarter. And even then, uh, the reason why is because you look at the stats, like they're very damn similar. Like um, The Rams' first three possessions, they drove it to the Niners. They had three scoring drives um, that amounted to 17 points. Obviously, the Niners had 10, and then they had to really uh, grind it out in uh, not typical Kyle Shanahan fashion. It was very gutsy for Kyle Shanahan to go for the quarterback run with one second left to, uh, remaining going into uh, halftime to tie the game but the rams they had three drives in the first half and they scored on each one and you know for a niners pass rush that's supposed to be the best in the league they couldn't touch Stafford. <laughs> they couldn't touch him mighty they were quick throws you know it wasn't anything too crazy with seven step drops but you know against a pass rush like the niners that's that's exactly what you need to do. They did, um, the Niners gave the, these receivers a, a big cushion and they were hoping that the the pass rush would bring it home but it didn't and that's why you see Puka Nakua come away with what was 15 catches for 147 yards, okay? So they just drove down the field and, you know, obviously you're, you're dicing and picking apart and moving the chains and so you get Kyrie Williams with, You know, a respectable 14 carries for 52 yards. But, uh, yeah, man, um, had a touchdown. And this Niners' defense was, for the most part, uh, they didn't have any answers for the Rams the first half. Uh, The reason why the Niners won was the second half. Turnovers, it goes back to the turnover battle. The Niners had two. One pick by Lenore. One pick by... um, by Oliver. And yeah, no, it was just it was just crazy to, to see this game come so close. And the Niners were up 10, and then uh the Rams had this really interesting drive where um the game was going to close and they just decided to go for a field goal to cover the spread. Um but yeah, no, I I, I would just say that this Rams team it's it's hard to say, you know, more victories and not and whatnot, because you know you want to play for wins. But for a Rams team that was supposed to be so in so much inferior to the rest of the NFC conference, you can make a case for right now. I don't know if they can sustain this, but this coaching staff. A big shout out to Sean McVay. They got these kids competing. Like these kids are rookies. They're they're young, but between Stafford and Donald and if. Cooper Cup comes back. I mean, look out! It seems like a respectable team.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, you know, even the even the worst teams, you're playing in your home stadium, albeit a lot of other fans travel to be there. You're always gonna have most times, not. I mean, maybe not the Lions, but you're gonna have a little bit of an edge there, just being being at home playing, but uh to your point i again they have so many rookies so many second year guys this coaching staff is getting them ready to play So said williams two two touchdowns two games um they're they're really you know that those are some bright spots to say, obviously to take away um i thought the rams offensive line played pretty well for the most part even though they had some injuries and such they uh, did
0: they did no they they. um Stafford was only sacked to one time. I mean, mind you, I think there were 20 pressures by the Niners. I get it. The Niners really dialed the blitz in the second half, but Stafford had a very clean pocket.
1: What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, Bosa signed this huge contract. It's been two games, you know, people are saying, Oh, you know, he's, he, he should be like dominating immediately. I think it's obviously it's, it's still early. Um, you know, he still had like a bunch of pressures, um, What are your
0: thoughts? Two things come to mind. Uh, One is, you know, given the short span of time for him to get his shit together, coming with the holdout. This is pretty much preseason for him. So this is his second game. Um, I mean, he's barely been with the team, you know, Uh, but he I think he had like. I think he had 60, 65 snaps for this game, which is ridiculous. He was on the field for like the entire time for the defense. He didn't get in any breaks. And even he noted on the post game saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm glad I had these reps because I'm I am behind. I, I need to get get these reps to get me up up to par. And I have lots of stuff in that sense where I, I need to get back to, you know, he's in shape, but he needs to get in football shape in that sense. Right. So there's that way of looking at it. And the second thing is, you know, obviously you don't see the sacks. You don't see the forced fumbles. You don't see. The immediate stats on on on. On the stat sheet, but you know, per Pro Football Focus and a lot of other advanced pass messaging metrics, is you know he, the last two games he's led the entire team in pressures, and if anything, um, from all the pass pressing metrics, he's he's top five. He's yeah. just still one on, on the sacks department. So, um, I guess overall, uh, I guess the best is yet to come. Uh, I think he's still get, getting warmed up.
1: Who, who did have a good game, which I feel like is not getting enough buzz, is your
0: boy, Fred Warner. Fred Warner, yeah. No, he, I think he led. The t- I actually know it's He might have led or had been second. It was between him and Dre, Dre Greenlow. 12 t- t- tackles and 11 tackles respectively. And the reason why they had so many tackles is because all the passes by the, the Rams were short. You know, they're all in the flats. You know, they're all down on these mess concepts, which is great, which is great. Um, So if you're not going to challenge them down the field, like these linebackers are going to have a very busy day. And Warner did. And that's why, for the most part, you you have to be very selective when you use Warner because he's really good in coverage. Obviously, that's his, you know, his coverage and his his tackling is far above none. But then on occasion, you saw Steve Wilkes, defensive coordinator for the Niners in the second half. Um, they weren't getting any pressure by their base four, which is very surprising. So they had to dial some blitzes and Fred Warner had the team's only blitz off a linebacker blitz. And he, he he got upfield and he was able to sack Stafford.
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, totally. I I think this is, I think this is a good, good win, obviously obviously to go up 2-0, but more so, you know, against your, against your arch-nemesis, rival, divisional opponent, uh, a team you're going to play again later in the season. Um, had they lost this game, I feel like it would have been really kind of defeating kind of early on in the season, but they didn't. Um, they definitely can look at the tapes and find a lot of areas to clean up on. Um, it
0: would not have surprised me if the Niners lost to the Rams, and, you know, albeit, you know, yeah. it would suck because of the rivalry, like all yeah. these, like I told you so. Yeah. Let's keep in mind that the Niners... Typically start really slow into the season. They lost to the Broncos week two last, uh, last week on Sunday Night Football. They had no, <laughs> the Broncos had no business beating the Niners. Oh, they had uh, no business.
1: Yeah,
0: it was horrible. Right? That
1: was, was, that, that was Russell Wilson's second game or whatever.
0: Yeah, Bronco. Wilson was horrible, but once again he did just enough. And it was an ugly game. Yeah, to the chagrin of the of the Niners. Like that's another thing that Wilson has over the Niners because he's. Yeah. He's been like I don't know. He's hardly lost to them.
1: What What are you? I want to get your thoughts on. You know, I know Eli Mitchell think any PT in this game. The other running backs have hardly even touched the field. Basically, it's just been Christian McCaffrey. And like I said, first half he was balling. Um, did you see that one big run? And then he jumped up, and then uh, and then our old Niner uh, Akella Willard- Witherspoon, with a spoon got up in his face.
0: See, so I, I'm critical of the way things are going with or lack thereof with the other running backs, like CMC has gotten, I think through two weeks, he's gotten like 50 touches, which is like a ridiculous amount for anyone. But um, I'm more critical of week one when they're, they were up like a considerable amount. The game was out of reach three to seven and they continued to to give him carries for this one, you know, for the most part, up until like the final stretch, it was a one possession game. You know, it was a one possession game. Um, Shannon, like, oh, you saw how aggressive he was, like, throughout the game. So they missed on several throws for touchdowns. So it was a close game throughout. And he wanted to have his prime, prime time guys. I can understand that. Um, Shannon okay. even admitted to, like, hey, man, like, I don't know. He's kind of telling on himself, but he admitted that I, I kind of forgot to.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, you know, obviously, CMC is top five player, uh, arguably the best running back, top two running backs in the league. You know, he's had injury history in the past. He has a big, heavy workload on him this season. I know they talk about kind of managing that, but like you can't forget about your backup guys and the situations like you said. Um, I'm just worried that he's going to get overused, something's going to get kind of nicked up or something on, you know, early on in the season.
0: But It would be very Kyle Shanahan- of that to happen if he were to get hurt everyone's gonna point fingers at shannon like you always fucking do this shit yeah. i
1: mean you get it like he's your best offensive weapon overall i mean you could you remember when we didn't have a running back really and debo was like the running back slash wide receiver
0: yeah i mean you know he, go even back to a couple years ago with Elijah mitchell his rookie so he, they ran him to the ground they, you know he got mad touches he got like 27 carries back to back games what I'm trying to say is, you know, Shanahan, when he has a favorite and he trusts them, like I get it, he's trying to win games. Um, Shanahan doesn't have that luxury this upcoming week because they play in two days. They play Thursday Night Football. And you have CMC coming off that much of a load. You have Brandon Ayuk, who first played the game. You know, he's coming off a weird shoulder injury. Like they deemed it negative. Like nothing was broken, but, you know, he's playing on turf and he, he fell kind of awkwardly on the catch. Like huh? I, I get it. You know, like it's like falling on, on the concrete for, for fuck's sake. So, anyways, like, yeah, uh, short week, you got to make sure that, you know, you get your team a win. You get it done at home, primetime Thursday night football. And then you get that extended rest to, to get it ready for the, the following week against the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if anything, this game Thursday, first home game of the season, Thursday night against you know a Giants team that's pretty mediocre. We I mean, just lost Saquon Barkley, which is obviously going to help the Niners in this situation. I feel like you know this is this is the game where they can just kind of take care of business at home. Go up 3-0, have a little bit of rest. Um, it will be, it will be, it will be a, a good win for them.
0: Well, you would hope the Niners don't look past this game, meaning that hey, it's a homer, it's a home game, it's an opener. The Giants aren't good, especially with a, without Saquon. We're gonna get an extended rest. I hope mentally they're not checked out. They shouldn't be because this is their home opener.
1: Oh, I, I, I I wouldn't imagine so. Yeah, I, you know, but again, it could be a trap a little bit. I mean, that's 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 the problem with these kind of quick turnaround games for sure, but. At least they don't have to travel anywhere just from LA back home to the Bay. So it's not like that's a factor in.
0: Yeah, I think the, the onus is more so on, on the Giants because they played the Cardinals. They won great. They're staying in Arizona. They're not going back to the East Coast on such, such a short turnaround. They're going to remain in the West Coast and then they fly to, um, to the Bay Area like, you know, Wednesday and the game's on Thursday. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, the Niners, they're favored by 10 they fair. I'm not surprised why they're fair. Short week, Thursday night football. I, I mean, this is a game that they should be able to take care of business.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so let me ask you this, too. So the Niners didn't play their best game, but they still won. Yeah. Despite Brock Purdy's probably his worst performance as the starting quarterback. Yeah. But if that's his worst, like, I'll take it. But, I mean, I don't know. Two, two sides of the coin. Are you, you know, are you pissed off that they – that they barely beat the Rams, or are you like, hey, you know, you're not gonna play your best and you know, a victory no. a win Well, how do you how do you see it?
1: I mean, in the end, a win's a win. It, it, albeit some are, are nicer than others. Um, I think that, you know, it's like I said, Purdy's still second year, he's gonna go through, through some growing pains, but he recognized it right away. Anytime you play a divisional opponent, even if they're bad, I mean, maybe with the exception of the Cardinals, um, it's always going to be a tough game. So, you know, I, I'm not I don't take that that win as like a oh, shoot, like we we're, we're barely scraping by. I feel, like, you know, we're only we're only in the third third week. Um so yeah, this this game I think is important, obviously. Um but I'm not I, I don't really have any major concerns about it. I think that they'll take care of business at home.
0: Okay. Okay, fair enough. By the way, no no major injuries. Um So, you'll take it. And if you're the Rams, too, uh, going back to moral Victory and all that. And like I, I'm serious. Like, this, this Rams team, like, give yeah. them a lot of credit. They have an upcoming uh, – could be a, a potential upset special. They're playing at Cincy, Monday Night Football. Yeah, they're, Cincy they're has guys. not been playing well. – they have not been playing well.
1: Yeah. no Burrow has not been playing well. To the chagrin of all fantasy with freaking Chase and Burrow. Like, come on.
0: Like, I, I think he re-injured his calf. That's what they reported. Like, he is not – a hundred yeah. and you could tell you could tell right
1: yeah. if the if Rams could go into Cincy steal a win there that would be a big morale booster especially if their rookies Williams and Nakua keep kind of getting fed the ball like
0: I honestly might call the upset just because of the moment momentum and you know they're off like it has it has that sort of trappy feel I, I can totally see that happening, especially if the Rams continue to play the way they've been playing, which is scrappy and tough and just um, you can't see a haven't laid uh, down yet.
1: You can't see uh Jamar Chase like this is why you draft me like number three overall fantasy type game with like a hundred plus y- yards receiving, t- one or two touchdowns, anything like that.
0: It, certainly, certainly, but I just don't know. We haven't seen the, the Joe Burrow that we know all season. It was and
1: just paid right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And between Aaron Donald and, you you know, this defense, which is like I said, I wasn't expecting this much going into this season, but they they seem to do enough. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, Big props to the Rams. I did not see that coming. You know, let's go on to uh, your your other uh, favorite team, the Seahawks. So the Seahawks, they went to Detroit. And like I said, I was considering that Detroit just beat the Chiefs. They're at home for the home opener. I'm like, there's no way Seattle's going to yeah, do man. it. But consider this. Abraham and Cross, their starting tackles were both out, out this game. And if you were to tell me that Geno Smith would only get sacked once, he would have 328 yards, two two passing touchdowns. Um, Yeah, like this offensive line did a great job protecting Geno Smith. This offense... Scored thirty-seven points at Detroit. Um, you know, mind you, it wasn't all the offense. Uh, Trey Brown, second-year cornerback, pick six. Like they made plays in, in the final stretch. Um, yeah, I just, um, I, I, I can't believe it. Shootout, nice shootout.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Seahawks are. Who are they playing next game?
0: Seahawks, they are playing um, at home, uh, playing the Panthers. So, yeah, they can go two and one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like this
1: is a game right in the momentum that they should probably take care of business at home, especially against Panthers. Who They're one and one also.
0: Panthers are, yeah, I think the Panthers are one and one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, um, no, my, my bullies, they're, they're too.
1: two. Oh, too, yeah. I mean, again, rookie quarterback traveling across the country, different time zone, yada, yada, yada. Um, Seahawks should handle this one.
0: It just goes back to their pass rush. Cause like they couldn't get Stafford and you saw Stafford at, versus, well, the Seahawks and the Niners. Like if he doesn't get touched, he's he's going to be in his bag. He's going to make some plays. Um, the Seahawks, like you know, the Lions, like Jared Goff, he still had 323 passing yards, three touchdowns. Like, yeah. you know, but like, this passer still isn't getting it home. Um, and that's probably going to be the biggest concepts that, or not concept, um, uh, biggest factor going into every game. Uh, who's who the hell is going to step up to rush the passer for them? So. Uh, did did he check any other thoughts about this game in particular? Or? No, honestly, I've
1: uh, not done much of my uh, Seahawks research this week.
0: Okay, no worries, no worries. Just a uh, big shout out to Trey Brown. Big shout out to this offensive line, and uh, you know, like uh, the Seahawks oh. end up signing that one, like Hall of Fame tackle
1: who's been around for like forever.
0: He's on the practice squad, but yeah, he, yeah. Probably get called up at some some point Yeah, Jason Peters Uh, Shout out to Tyler Lockett Eight catches, 59 yards, two touchdowns Including the game winner in in overtime
1: Just a West player
0: Always a Seahawk favorite staple Whether it's Russell Wilson or Geno Smith He's he's around, he transcends Yeah, and yeah uh, They play the Panthers I feel pretty good about that I think they're on the come up I think the Rams are on the come up Niners are on the come up the only team that's not on the come up is the Cardinals. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about that game. So they were up 20 to zero. Joshua Dobbs had a pretty sick quarterback run where he scrambled like uh, like 20-something yards in for the end zone. And, like, you know, this Giants team looked dead. They yeah. looked absolutely dead. He he, uh, he ran 23 yards. And at that point, the field goal, oh, my God. Yeah, they were up at one point. They were up 20 to zero. Oh, man. Hadn't, hadn't the Giants just lost to Cal- when they when they just shut up by the Cowboys? They were just shut up by the Cowboys, like, and so
1: 0 or something. Or? So through
0: six quarters, the Giants had zero points. Oh my god! All right, so at halftime, the Cardinals were up twenty to zero. So that means the Giants hadn't scored an entire or not entire. They didn't, no touchdown, no, no points. Game and a half. Quarters. Wow. But uh, they, uh, yeah. Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes, Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley, Danny Dimes. Um,
1: Barkley is out for this game, coming up the opening game.
0: Lost the uh, one, lost the battle, and the war doesn't look so good. So he's out for three weeks with a sprained ankle, an ordinary sprained ankle, but um, yeah, pretty gnarly. And I'll give shout out to, to the Giants as well because. Um, you know, they don't have dominant wide receivers. The bulk of it goes to Darren Waller, who had six catches for 76 yards. But between the rookie, uh, Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodges, you know, they they had en- enough um, mm-hmm. energy, um, enough speed on, on the outside to, to keep things interesting for this game.
1: So they Cardinals are hosting the Cowboys, correct?
0: Are they hosting the Cowboys? Oh, I think right, you're there they are okay. Yeah. Let's see for that game. All right. So the Seahawks are favored by six against the Panthers. The Niners are favored against the Giants by ten. Guess the uh, what's the spread? Cowboys, Cardinals. So the Cardinals are probably going to be home dogs.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Cowboys are two and oh. Cowboys are. I feel like they're going to be favored in this game. It's going to be Cowboys.
0: So it's Cowboys by what? What's the spread? Be like,
1: Minus three or something. That's it? It's 12. It's 12.
0: Are you kidding me? Cowboys are favored by 12 points. Uh, you know, <laughs> On the road? <laughs> at, at, at AZ, yeah. Okay. The public doesn't think sh- much about the Cardinals, especially after that loss. Yeah, it's, that's the biggest – well, actually, that's not the biggest spread. The Chiefs are 12.5-point favorites uh, against the Bears. But this is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. Oh,
1: shit. Okay, well – yeah, I'll give them the Cardinals a little, little more credit than than they're due. Um, yikes! Yeah, I don't see this looking too well for um, for them at home.
0: You yeah. know the craziest thing about the, that collapse, though. Like, uh, I checked like Cardinal fans and podcasters and commentators. They're not even that mad because they, they're like, "We're taking anyways," but our defense played in, in, like tough enough. Like, you're identifying who are the players and. Obviously, you don't like losing that way, but they're like, good game.
1: Isn't a, And Buda Baker's hurt, right? And, and he wants he might get traded or something.
0: Oh, shit. That's right. So uh, another thing, too. Buda Baker's on IR. He's, he's gone for yeah. the next four weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: the only Cardinals news I saw was that Hollywood Brown on my fantasy team. I just put him in last minute and he had a touchdown. So i was happy about that.
0: You're a good at touchdown. Absolutely right. Uh, for that matter, check this out. So Joshua Dobbs went 42 for 61. He had 61 completions. I'm not, not completions. 61 passing attempts for 360 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Yeah. So um, actually, you know what? Am I tripping? That's the season stats. I'm completely tripping. <laughs> I was like, wait, a lot. I'm like, wait a second. That doesn't make... Okay, this makes more sense. Twenty-one for thirty-one, two hundred twenty-eight yards and a touchdown. Okay, so I mean, he he wasn't bad.
1: Maybe maybe their their new coach could get him fired up like he did, you know, kind of leading into the season. With that, uh, you know, his uh, his 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 speech. Who uh, who drove here? Who uh, who took a
0: bus? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah, I know, I know. All right, so Cowboys, Cardinals. Panthers, Seahawks, Niners, Giants. So Monday Night Football we were talking about it earlier. So Rams, Bengals, yeah, um, it should be a pretty lit week three. I'm I'm excited. Potentially the entire. Wait, never never mind the Cardinals. Okay, uh, I think I think the Rams have a good chance. I think the Seahawks have a good chance. I think the Niners have a good chance. I don't think the Cardinals have a good chance, but I think the Cardinals are okay with not having a good chance. Yes.
1: So. They're they're You know, it's um, Caleb Williams will probably won the Heisman again. So he'll probably be, he'll probably be their starting quarterback next year.
0: That's right. That's right. OK, well, any other thoughts about week two? I mean, this was a pretty. Um, not not. not Rams Niners was a lit game. Um, Seahawks was stellar over time. And even though the Cardinals lost, I mean, they lost in like dramatic fashion. So I, I can't complain. It was entertaining.
1: Not a NFL focus, but what are your what are your thoughts on uh, Coach Prime and the whole Colorado um,
0: system going on over there? I love it. I think it's great for college football. I, I think you know what he's done to that program is unorthodox, and that's why he gets so much publicity because you know they. I mean, do you feel play. like
1: they? I actually watched that game, like.
0: Crazy. Know, crazy, it was
1: crazy. But like Colorado State is not good, and they're playing a in a lower, you know, weaker conference, and they almost won that game on the road with all the hype and everything. Do you feel like it's been like you know, and against you could say Colorado played TCU, they're probably overranked begin the season. Their real test is next two weeks of playing at Oregon and at USC. So they're going to be That's
0: tested right. for sure. Actually, this week should be fun for college football. Yeah, it's be, to it's be game. Awesome. I, I really am looking forward to that um i feel like it's you know, out it, for the next couple weeks because of that dirty hit but yeah, yeah
1: no yeah it was yeah i mean that was that i mean that was a huge hit but like his son is still you know heisman talk or whatever um i, I feel like the jury's still out you know obviously they had to they've had the three and zero, but let's see what they do against oregon and then go from there
0: right okay okay uh yeah no i i think it's great for college football and if anything um from what I understand, I think that Colorado-Oregon, it's at Colorado, right?
1: The upcoming game?
0: Yeah. No, they're on the road. They're at
1: Oregon. Oh, they're at Oregon. Oh, wow. That's yeah, their first, uh, not the first. It, they're, they're playing at Oregon, I believe. Okay, okay. I think they're playing, I can't remember if they're hosting USC, if they're doing back-to-back road games. Wow. Wow, okay. I just know that if they, like, you know, yeah, they're playing at number 10 Oregon and then after that they're playing they're hosting USC number five. So Fair. Fair. and then after that, Arizona State go win. Stanford they'll win, UCLA, that'll be a good game. Oregon State, you know. Oh, yeah. actually.
0: Okay. Well, cool. no, that's good, that's good stuff. Um, outside of that, Camel, I appreciate your time as always. And uh, to our loyal listeners, whether you're checking out on Apple Music. Spotify, hey. Google, and uh, and Amazon. Appreciate y'all. Also, um, YouTube. Actually, we're not really on YouTube. Twitter at, at Just the West. Instagram at Just the West. And, of course, the blog, www.justthewest.com. Hey, man, we out here. Peace, peace, peace.